0: wwe setting the stage is a podcast for wwe fans where i recap events break down storylines and angles and make predictions about where those storylines and angles are headed whether you're just getting into wrestling or a wwe fanatic like me this show is for you i will see you ringside hello Illuminati. so we're setting the stage exclusively for raw as i continue to implement subtle changes here and there um This one really wasn't that subtle, though, was it? (laughs) Now Raw and NXT. Raw, NXT, and SmackDown will each get their own exclusive uh, micro-episode, if you will, each week. Uh, So we'll see how this little experiment goes. Uh, But before we get started, I want to remind you, as always, that... This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddecks are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you are a new or existing podcaster, looking to grow your audience or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out poddecks.com. Use code GBJones10, that's golf Bravo Jones10, for 10% off of your first order. Poddecks are the hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamify their podcast. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at Poddex.com, and use code GBJones10. That's Golf Bravo Jones10 for 10% off your order. Also, if you enjoy the content, go to my support link in my show notes and buy me a coffee. Your support is greatly appreciated. Uh, just going back to a another quick Poddex uh, uh, funny story. So. So my guy, Travis, who, like I said, is the founder of (laughs) Poddex, he had an interesting post on his Instagram the other day. Um, You know, he was, he was sitting in the, it's, it's a real video. He's sitting in the video and he's got all his, you know, he's sitting there at his microphone. He's got his microphone all ready to go. He's like, all right, everything's good there. Everything's good there. And then he starts to record. And then all of a sudden you hear like a lawnmower or a uh, leaf blower or something in the background. I, uh, I laughed my butt off. I, that, that was such a funny video. Cause, uh, you know, if you've been a podcaster, you understand that struggle a little bit. You know, I'm, even though I was laughing, I was kind of crying a little bit on the inside too, cause it happens. In fact, it happened today, right before I uh, started to record this next episode. Um, I'm sitting here getting all ready to go with my script with all my microphone stuff and everything going on. And all of a sudden I hear these guys out here cause I think they got a lot of construction outside my, uh it's at my house now. Um, I started in with the construction equipment. I was like, Oh my gosh. So, so, and since I'm not a very good editor at this point, um, I wouldn't know how to take that out. So I guess, you know, I probably have to look into, uh, Travis's, uh, post more about, you know, uh, editing, you know, background noise out like something, that. but that video in itself was just, was just Priceless. It was awesome. So uh, kudos to kudos to Travis. If you if you want a good laugh, uh, go to that story. I, I don't know. If it, I think it was in a story, so I'm not even sure if it's up anymore. But um, it was definitely a funny uh, funny reel. Okay, so let's get started. Um, so because we're doing stuff this way now, uh, before we get started, if you have not watched Raw, Raw being on last night. Um, Uh, This time, this is going to be your five-second warning, as this thing will contain spoilers if you have not uh, watched it yet. So, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, you've been warned. So, if you want to cut off the podcast at this point and come back and listen after you watch Raw, uh, go ahead and do so. If you've already watched Raw, uh, welcome to the the recap. We're going to go over it. Okay. So, um so of course the show opens up with Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, and Big E. Now, you know, uh you know, Randy, Bobby Lashley is coming out, you know, they're they're fresh off of last week when they moved the WWE championship match to Monday Night Raw instead of Extreme Rules. And of course, I'm sure fans like me are asking, what in the heck did they do this for? Well, we learned, of course, over the weekend, as I say in the last episode that Big E had decided to, he has promised to cash in his uh, briefcase on Monday Night Raw. Now, the whole time during this promo, which I actually thought was a very good promo, I was listening to it, I'm I'm not going to, if you've already watched Raw, I'm not going to rehash it for you, because it was a a long promo, but it was very entertaining. Um, You know, WWE got dicey with the language and stuff, which I think, like I said, I... Just my opinion, but I think they've diced up the language a little bit now uh, to sort of – I'm not going to say counter AEW because, believe it or not, like I said, I'm, I'm going to get to it in probably a, an episode that's long overdue about how I feel about the WWE versus AEW thing. But uh, that's here nor there. But I think they've been dicing up the language a little bit because I, I guess they realize its it's got to be sort of a part of – the whole wrestling realm, right? You know, if you, you, cause you gotta have some promos that have passion, you know, you gotta have some, and I, you know, like I, like I said in the last episode, it's not like you gotta drop an F bomb like the, you know, every other word, but you know, you gotta, you gotta dice it up to, to get the passion out, you know? So, um, but back to what I was saying. So the whole entire time this promo is going on and all these three guys are going back and forth and, everything like that, the only thing I can think in my mind is, oh my gosh. I'm like, they just sprung this on us. Uh, you know, somehow they're going to have Big E do a failed cash in. I mean, that's, that's just what I thought was coming. I thought it was going to be a failed cash in. I thought it was going to be like, Big going to be another statistic where he tried to cash in and it didn't work, but they're going to try hard not to make him look weak. Like it's going to be something that happened, you know, like off the wall or something like that or whatever. But the whole entire time I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking that they're gonna they're gonna screw Biggie out of the out of the money in the bank, which obviously I did not want to see happen. So I'm a little I'm a little ticked a little bit, I guess. So, um, but you know, as a wrestling fan, you're still intrigued. You're like, oh my god, are they gonna cost him the money in the bank, or are they actually gonna let him win it? You know. But like I said, Bobby Lashley has not been a slouch as the WWE champion. He's very he's he lives up to the almighty name. So. So I was just wondering how they were gonna do this. So uh but like I said, they you know, they were going back and forth. Um, I actually to be honest with you, at some point thought maybe Randy Orton was actually gonna beat Bobby Lashley tonight. I thought they were gonna let that happen. So uh but like I said, in the opening promo, the only thing I could think of was, oh my gosh, how are they gonna they're gonna have they're gonna have Big E come down and cash in because they've sort of committed to that, and if they don't do it now, uh, you know, they're going to get booed and all that stuff. So they got to find some way to do it. But do they really want to take the belt off Bobby? Like, I, I didn't know, you know. And or are they going to let Randy be a relevant part in this? You know, is he going to win the belt and then Big E cashes in on Randy? So a lot of things going through my head at the top of Raw. So, but we'll get into that a little bit later. All right. So the next thing <laughs> here's another thing. Okay. So they got Charlotte and Shayna baszler in a championship contenders match again at the time i'm thinking championship contenders match where we heard this before we've heard it you know uh, nikki ash and ray ripley rhea ripley getting a number one contenders match for the tag titles when i feel like Shotzi blackheart and tegan knox are already the number one contenders in this particular match, Alexa Bliss already has a match at Extreme Rules and now you're throwing Shayna Baszler as perhaps being the number 1 contender. And of course Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax have been having their issues between the two of them trying to pump pump each other up or psych each other out or do something I don't know. They were doing it backstage before the match. Um so but I was thinking championship contenders match, I don't know what they're doing. Why are they doubling up on the contenders? Well, it ended up not it ended up not mattering because Shayna lost to Charlotte after distraction with Naya. Uh, so did Naya do it intentionally? Did she do it as revenge for Shayna costing her the match? You know, because it, it wasn't like either one of them got directly involved in both of their matches with Charlotte, but they sort of created distractions and you really can't tell whether they were intentional or unintentional. So but it will I will say that later in the show, they have announced that Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler will be meeting in a one-on-one match next week on raw. So we'll see how that goes. Um, cause to be honest with you, that could be a pretty good rivalry, I think between the two of them, but we'll see. And are they ever going to use Shayna Baszler the way they should? I mean, she should have been in the title picture many times. Uh, like I still think with all due respect to, uh, to Becky Lynch, uh, last year during the pandemic, um, you know the way that Shayna Shayna dominated the Elimination Chamber last year, right before we went into the pandemic stage, and then to lose the title the way she did it at WrestleMania. I don't know. I, 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 you guys can tell me what you think, but that still didn't set well with me. I mean, how did she dominate? You know, you know her, all those competitors in the Elimination Chamber, and then you know, lose the one-on-one match to Becky at WrestleMania. I think, you know, now is Becky that good? Maybe they're, maybe they're trying to portray Becky as that good. And I'm, and I'm not saying Becky is a slouch. She's definitely, you know, she's definitely not a former multi-time champion by accident, but I'm just saying like Shayna just seems like she could be a dominant force. And I don't feel like they're, it's like they can't decide whether they want to make her dominant or not dominant. It's, it's really weird. So, uh, so anyway, following that match, they had the alexa bliss and charlotte segment which i thought was massively entertain vastly entertaining um they had uh alexa come out with lily and they wanted to give uh, alexa wanted to give charlotte a gift and it was a, a doll like lily named charlie <laughs> and it looked exactly like charlotte dressed like charlotte i couldn't help but was it a little dig I don't even know if it a dig. I don't know if you want to call it a dig or anything, but it was a little tribute to uh, Charlie Caruso who left Raw, um, you know, back a few months ago. Or is it just Charlie for a play on Charlotte's name? I, I, I don't know. So, but as later in the show, you saw Charlotte tossed Charlie in the, in the garbage when she found her laying, you know, because uh, what is it, uh, at the end of the segment... Uh, uh, Charlotte tossed Charlie at, at Alexa and then Alexa tried to give Charlie back to Charlotte by placing her right near where she was being interviewed and then Charlotte tossed her in the trash. Is that a little bit of foreshadowing of how the match is going to go uh, at Extreme Rules? Is, is something, uh, you know, is, does that mean spell maybe a victory for Alexa at Alec- Extreme Rules? I'm not sure. We'll see what happens. Uh, so now you have, so then the next match was, um, Drew McIntyre with the Viking Raiders versus Jinder Mahal, Veer and Shanky. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I know Drew McIntyre has been at the top. He's been, you know, you know, in the WWE title picture, U S title picture, in fact, but I don't think it looks too bad with it teamed with the Viking Raiders for him. I mean, he's kind of like, if you really think about it, I mean, Drew McIntyre is kind of a Viking character. He's, he's, uh, he looks like pretty much a Viking when he comes out with the sword and everything His his music is very Viking like. Um, I don't know. It was a, it was a pretty cool temporary stable. If you ask me, I think it was pretty, pretty cool. So, uh, but anyway, they got the victory over Genderveer veer and Shanky uh, even though they all three jumped drew uh, prior to the match before the Viking Raiders got down there, but drew and them got the advantage and won the match. So, Good 16 tag, a good, uh, six man tag. Um, I don't think that was bad. Like I said, normally I'm not a big fan of the multi-team tags. Like, uh, like Teddy Long, the GM back in the day, he liked those multi-tag teams, uh, matches. I wasn't personally a big fan of them, but unless they kind of made sense, but you know, sometimes they don't really make sense, but this one, this one didn't, this one was okay. I, I didn't mind this one. All right. So then you saw what I was talking about last week. You saw the new day reunion in the backstage. And like I said, I think this is something that's going to, uh, come to play in, you know, that not really a lot of people are talking about, uh, but I think it's going to come to play, uh, in weeks down the road, uh, now that the new day is, is complete again on raw. So, and you know, they haven't been separated like they were at the last brand extension. So, uh, speaking of that, um, I'm not really sure where it came in the, in the, uh, In the show, but I think it was it was multiple times. Did anybody happen to catch the commercial uh, advertising the draft? You know where it's going to be on. It's going to start out on SmackDown and end up on Raw. Uh, So it's going to be so the you know the first part of it's going to be that SmackDown, and then it's starting in October, and then it's going to continue on Raw. I I don't know how excited I am about the draft anymore. The draft used to be one of my favorite things. I've actually believe it or not back. Many years ago now, I actually attended a RAW that had a, a WWE draft on. I thought it was one of the greatest nights. But I don't know. I think it's kind of losing its luster now. I, I, like I said, I'm I'm not really, to be honest with you, where I used to be back in the day. I was in favor of the brand extension. I'm not really if I'm not really in favor of the brand extension anymore because I don't think it's really. Because at first I thought the brand extension served a purpose. Now I really don't think so. Like I said, my opinion, but I just don't think it's it serves the same purpose as it used to. So uh, I think it's—I don't know. I, I, I don't where I, where once I thought it was a good idea. Now I don't think it's a good idea anymore. So anyway, I don't know. Any of y'all excited about for the draft coming in October? Let me know. All right. So then you had a U.S. Title Open uh, Open Challenge match uh, between Damian Priest and Jeff Hardy. So. I've, I've got to guess that a lot of people were much, much happier. A lot of fans are much happier to see uh, Jeff Hardy competing for the U S title rather than the 24 seven title. Uh, so hopefully people liked that. Um, and then Seamus of course interferes because he's got the number one. Con- he's got the, he's the number one contender for the U S title. He attacked both Damien and Jeff after the match, after Damien beat Jeff Hardy, uh, he, uh, he, but Damian Priest eventually got the upper hand, kicked him out of the ring, and you know they had their posturing back and forth. So we'll see what happens at Extreme Rules between the two of them. All right, so here's the other number one contenders thing that I'm a little bothered by is, um, you know, Nikki Ash and Nikki Ash and Rhea Ripley and Tamina and Natalia are now trading, you know, um, singles matches um, now, and 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 the thing, like I said, I still think. You know, Shotzi and Tegan uh, should Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan should still be the number one contenders. Now, I don't know. I'm getting a little older in age. Maybe I forgot. Did did now I'm starting to think about it. Did Tegan and Shotzi get their already get their title match, or did they not get their title match? I don't think they did. That's why I'm still in in belief that they're the number one contenders. So I'm not sure. And maybe you'll see. And and like I said, the reason I think they're trading singles matches. Uh, it's because I think ultimately this match is going to happen, extreme rules probably. And um, and uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll see interference between uh, with Shotzi and Tegan. I don't know, maybe we'll see that. Um, and them claiming to be the true number one contenders. Um, there was also some rumors that maybe Nikki Ash actually got legitimately hurt in her match. Uh, in fact, uh, I've seen on the internet today that there was Actually, a botched call where they announced the wrong winner of the match. Uh, Nikki actually won the match, but they announced Tamina being the ma- uh winner because I think originally maybe Tamina was supposed to win because maybe Nikki got an injury. But uh, we, I guess we don't we won't have any way of knowing that unless more comes out about it. But uh, supposedly it was a botched finish, but I don't know. I couldn't tell. So, uh, so that's what happened during that. All right, so the next one you had the, uh, the eight-man tag match between Mustafa Ali, Mansoor, Xavier Woods, and Kofi Kingston versus AJ Styles, Omos, Mace, and T-Bar. I guess maybe Mansoor, Mustafa, Xavier, and Kofi wanted to sort of get revenge on Styles, Omos, and Mason T-Bar for the beatdowns that they took from these four guys last year during the tag team turmoil, which... I still think it looks like the tag team turmoil was a waste of time because like I said, there's no mention that um, there's going to be a tag title match anymore. Unless, like I said, unless they're saving it for extreme rules and they just haven't announced it. I'm not sure. Um, but during this match, um, I'll be honest with you. When uh, After AJ Styles, Omos and Mason T-Bar won this match and Omos was made to look like the giant dominant heel that he is. Um, the four of those four guys standing in the ring, uh, really look like a strong stable. They could actually do that. I think you know having AJ Styles managing three giants. Not a bad idea. I kind of like the way they uh, they were celebrating in victory. It kind of look like, they kind of look like a strong victory, uh, strong stable. I don't know what you would call them though, but uh, be interesting and and it would give some good pushes to Mason T Bar. So because you know obviously Omos is already getting a push being alongside AJ Styles. All right, so uh, next one is. Dewdrop versus Eva Marie. Ugh, nothing really exciting about this. Dewdrop ultimately got the win, win over Eva Marie. I'm guessing they've closed the door on this. I'm guessing maybe they were hoping it was going to be something more, but now it's not, unless, like I said, Eva Marie is going to get another protege and bring her out next week. Um, otherwise, I'm going to assume that this is closing the door on this, so we'll see. Um, <clears throat> next one was the interesting was a carrying cross promo. Um I guess it looks like uh I'm I'm not really sure what they're trying to do with caring cross right now. Um he obviously mentioned in the promo that he does not plan to be blended in with the rest of the talent, so it looks like he's going to try to since he deliberately said that during the promo, maybe maybe they're just working to build him up and get him a lot of, you know, job vic uh job you know, jobbing wrestlers, give him a lot of victories over that. And then they're going to have him get into the title picture maybe eventually. So we'll see. We'll see what goes on. Stay tuned for Karen Cross. Then we got to the normal thing. And then we got to the main event Bobby Lashley versus Randy Orton for the title. Now, this was a really great match. But I kept, I still, I'm still thinking, how are they going to let uh, Big E cash in? You know what I mean? So. Bobby Lashley, I mean, it was a good match, but Bobby Lashley was dominating for most of this match, and he eventually beat Randy Orton, and I was like, oh my God, how are they gonna let um, Bobby Lashley, I mean, Biggie cash in on Bobby Lashley? Well, then they had a lot of extracurricular activities, and you know, Bobby Lashley was destroying both uh, Riddle and Randy Orton ringside, and R- Randy Orton even gave MVP, a, MVP a, um, a, a RKO, and then you saw it, the spot where Bobby Lashley put Randy Orton through the table and then hurt his knee. And then as soon as that happened, that was almost Big E's cue to come down to the ring. And when he came down to the ring and cashed in, Bobby Lashley put up a fight, even on a bad leg, because I guess they still didn't want to make him look weak even though now he was vulnerable because he had an injury. But then eventually it happened. Big E became the WWE Champion. And I was so great to see it. It was so awesome to see it. In fact, I later learned on some news reports is actually they were actually trying to get Big E to win the championship earlier than when he won it. So that's kind of interesting that he was supposed to win it earlier than he did last night. So, uh, But it's good to see that he was a successful cash in. He's now the WWE champion. Uh, a couple of uh, statistics on there. So believe it or not, I don't think it's been mentioned yet. But Big E is now a triple crown and a Grand Slam winner, believe it or not. And they also said something that he's the fifth fifth NXT champion to become the WWE champion. Sort of. That's not completely true. To be honest with you, he's only the third NXT champion to become WWE champion. The only uh, the five that they're talking about is Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre, and Big E. Well, only Seth Rollins, Big E, and Drew McIntyre have actually been WWE champion where Kevin Owens and Finn Balor have only been Universal Champion. And Seth Rollins has obviously been WWE and Universal. So, I don't know, it's like they always wanna group the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship into the same championship. Yeah, they they, they may be both world titles, but they're not both the WWE Championship. So, you know. So anyway, some quick things. So, like I said, congratulations to Big E. And like I said, that wraps up raw. So, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this little short episode, uh, for the raw exclusive. Like I said, we're going to do this with NXT and SmackDown. And then hopefully I'm going to throw in some extra little episodes here and there, micro episodes there. They are talking about different subjects and all that stuff. So like I said, hopefully you enjoyed this and in all likelihood, I guess what we'll see for you next time is the, uh, NXT, uh, exclusive, uh, micro episode, if you will. So, um, Until next time, uh, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, tag in and leave me a review or share the show with someone who you think would love it. I'll see you at ringside for the next episode.